Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Big Papa Pump! Is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Scott, this is Gredo. Uh, Twitter handle at Gredo Wrestling. TNA employee. Uh, just looking to see if I could bother you for a gym workout plan. Um, you seem to have a good figure. You'll be doing well. Um, if you can call me back as soon as possible. Uh, love that tattoo of the heart across your chest. Um, oh. Remember that? Sorry, I shouldn't be so much a mark. Anyway, I'll speak to you soon, Scott. Bye. Heart is going to change. Presented by AIW. I'm your host, Glenn Morris. It's sponsored by Smartmark Video and the This Is Awesome Wrestling Show. A very special guest in studio. Before we get to him, I want to welcome our other, other host of the show, John Thorne and Chandler Biggins. Before we get into the show, guys, go on iTunes, leave a five-star review, comment on the show as well. We would truly appreciate it. And social media on Facebook and Twitter. Tell your friends about the show. Blowing up, thanks to uh, Cole Cabana for a little uh, plug on the uh, Art of Wrestling. And subscribe. It helps the algorithm out. We are here in the actual studio. Actual studio, not apartment. With the man from across the pond, Grado, is here joining us for the show. Grado, welcome. What's happening? <laughs> He's all good. He has about four beer bottles surrounding him. He's, He's in good form right now, ready to go. And uh, guys, great off first. Welcome to Cleveland, man. Thanks very much. I fucking love Cleveland. Now, I don't know if you uh, have ever been on a podcast before, but this is a personal journal and entryway. And the guy that sold the minds and souls of the house of the hearts of But most of all, I am a professional wrestler. It must be hard having a podcast. And it must be hard having a podcast and trying not to do Colt Cabana's fucking shtick. Because oh. any time I ever get interviewed, okay. I just want to come on and does He does his shit I mean, that's time. all I fucking do. I've never done Col- Colt Cabana's shtick. I've never talked about algorithms. I've never said thanks at the end of a podcast. Oh, my. Come on. Jesus Christ. I, I listened to the podcast the ver- when when you spoke about the, the Greater Weekend, and I heard a couple of Cabana-isms. Cabana-isms. I got to uh, pay tribute to the man, the man that inspired all wrestling podcasts. I know. I never, I never knew what a podcast was until I met Colt Cabana. Me either. He called, he called me once in the middle of the night and was like, hey, man, I want to start a podcast. How do I do it? I said, what the fuck is a podcast? Did he actually come to you and ask about a podcast? Yeah, he called me at like 2 o'clock in the morning. And fucking I hell. had no fucking idea what he's talking and about. And then he came to me. Thorne goes, Coco Bannon wants to start a thing where he interviews wrestlers for an hour for free a week. And I go, that ain't gonna That's not going to work. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny, man. But the, the name of the show is The Card is Going to Change. And Grado, I don't think the card has ever changed more than when you were advertised. <laughs> So I, <laughs> I mean, we we had the whole episode about it, but let's get into the fact that you almost caused uh, the the bromance to America. Oh, oh really? Oh, the, 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 I think Sean I think does America. I think they've been in America. Right. So I mean, well, obviously you're talking about 2014, the Greater Weekend. Yeah. Well, Man. let's first talk about how we started talking. 
Uh, there was a man, a great man, Sanjay Dutt, the guru. Uh, the uh, original he, player from the Himalayas. Yeah, the original player from the Himalayas. He told us, he's like, you got to watch this documentary. And I go, what, Dear Zachary, uh, the imposter? And he goes, no, man. Uh, the British wrestler. He goes, it's a Vice documentary. And him, Shima, and Cocabana all like put this documentary over to us. And we watched it. We're like, this guy's This is when great. nobody knew what the fuck Vice was either. Mm. Before they had fucking... Before Dennis Rodman went to Korea or whatever. Yeah, fucking right. bullshit. And then, so we watched that. And then you met Cocabana at the airport. And I'm like, this is the fucking funniest guy That's ever. That's the first thing I ever saw. I didn't watch uh. the documentary. No, you didn't watch the documentary. Well, maybe I knew we you. did watch the Cole Cabana airport thing first, and then we're like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" I, I just watched Bro. it with your fucking with your fucking car with shaving cream all. Aye, over. that's right. So and the, the singlet at the airport. Uh, the, the, the the well, there was a Vice documentary first, and then a year later, yeah, yeah, but I we didn't Cabana. see. I think right. we saw the Cole Cabana thing first, Aye. and then we inquired about you, like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Aye, because I remember the the first time that I ever heard about you guys was on a Christmas day. Cabana went, "Hey, my buddy's up in Cleveland. Want to book you?" And I'm like, fucking hell, this is the best Christmas ever. Because I'm, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, fucking hell. Because like, as a British wrestler, any, any wrestler that's in Britain, their dream is to go to America to wrestle. And this is before they were all coming over to America. Oh, 100%, 100%. And before that was like 20 years. Just wanted to point out that we were the trendsetters. You're the guys of the trendsetters. Well, who Bola would... was last weekend. Every cunt and a dog is in Bola. Well, well who would... <laughs> Who, what indie guys? What indie guys would have really come over from Europe? Like Swiss money holding Doug company. Doug, Doug Williams. Doug I mean, Williams. He, he was signed to yeah, TNA and, like, and he went Noah. He was in Noah for, for yeah, a while. Yeah, but like other than that, like it wasn't no. like now where like you said every cunt and dog or in <laughs> every cunt and dogs in Bola. <laughs> Sounds weird, doesn't it? No, I, I mean this, but, it was kind of before though. You know what like people import, are saying, export. like like the resurgence of British I, wrestling or whatever. Which yeah, I, I personally feel that you're a little bit responsible but, for. Wow, not not on. trying to suck up to you because you're you're in the studio or anything, but but I, I mean, think you definitely keep, push keep the sucking, door bro. Keep sucking. Oh, you want to tell a story about sucking? <laughs> 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 but uh, I no, I feel like you you helped put a lot of eyes on you know the whole you know the whole kind of British scene and especially the ICW and stuff like that. Uh, I think that opened up a lot of doors in America. Like I think Mark Dallas should be buying you the biggest Christmas present ever. Well, no, nah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Well, me and, da- me and, me and Dallas are a team, man. We're a, we're, a, we're a team, so I don't know. But, yeah, that's that kind of through Sonjay Dutt and Cole Cabana, that's kind of how we were exposed to you. And Biggins especially was, like, borderline obsessing over I, you. I, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I don't watch too much stuff. I, and Biggins I kept like, going. We, we got to fly this guy right. for the fucking America. And I was like. Dude, where the fuck are we going to get money to fly yeah. anybody to a, from and then a, over the we ocean? we somehow figured it out that if you're a $900 ticket, we could spread it over three different shows. It was 300 a night. We're like, we can afford 300 a night for your flight. And then we're like, we got to book him against Cabana one-on-one first time in America. We got to book him against Tracy Smothers one-on-one. And then Thorne got the call. I don't but know I think the- you and me were DMing and like... I, I mean, I, don't, like, I must admit, I probably... Like, I probably, Boras kind of gave me the idea that this weekend where I would, has, had been signed up for British boot camp, TNA British boot camp, was probably going to clash. But I was like, fuck, please no. Because, come on, at the end of the day, right, there's 52 weekends in a fucking year. How can it be? How can it possibly be? How, that you're going to come to America for the first time the weekend you're already... For the first time 
that I'm supposed to be in America wrestling. The first ever time in the history of my life I'm meant to be coming to America wrestle. The two weekends land on the same weekend. How bad luck is that? Yeah, what are the chances of that? What's the chances? Really? But what Wait, like, chances? How long at that point had you been wrestling? Man, so, I mean, I started in 2002. My trainer was a pedophile. He got locked up. I started to become Jay a Phoenix? rock star. How the fuck do you know that? As a oh, we, we had uh, experience with Jay Phoenix. He got stuck in Shima's he, car one time. Well, it wasn't him, but I mean, you just know Jay Phoenix. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, we booked him once. Well, listen to this story. So he was in. He came to America with zero plan, which... We're is, getting off topic, but this is a good story. Well, real, real quick. So he comes to America with no plan, zero plan. Well, he ends up getting stuck with DJZ Shima Zion. Well, I was traveling with really. I didn't even. Know I was that. traveling with DJZ all weekend, so he got booked the night before in Pittsburgh, and then he's like for begging. Corey Graves' dad's promotion, right? No, no, no. Oh, he got a triple shot. He worked for Corey Graves' federation. He worked for IWC Norm I'm, Connors. I'm still up for CCW because I had they fucking stole a wallet. No, Chikara. He stole right. a wallet here too. Well, you're kidding me. No. no, he stole a wallet here. Well, first off. After we first met him, after he had made this plan with DJZ, we realized what a piece of shit he was. Oh. And me and DJZ kept trying to figure out how to leave him places. Like, we were going to leave him different places, but he was too tricky. He would always somehow get back in the car before we could leave. I kind of believe you knew Jay Finney. And even okay. fucking Z so anyways, So anyways, he this keeps, guy has an infamous reputation in he America. Keeps stealing, he keeps stealing all weekend, and we know he's stealing, but we can't do anything about it. So at the at Denny's, we were at a Denny's, and DJZ and Corey Graves were going through this fucking guy's merch, or like his merch bag and his worker bag in my car because while Biggins had him distracted, I had him distracted Denny's. at Denny's because he, people were coming up, stuff came up missing. Well, then at AIW, he gets there and stuff comes up missing. Then he, I think he robbed Fabulous John McChesney. He robbed Fabulous John McChesney and Fabulous John McChesney <laughs> left him in the streets of Ohio. Yeah, they drove. They they said, "Hey, we're gonna take and, you, we're taking you to the bus station," and then they drove him downtown. And, and they, he was a dick. He they was made him get out and they left him stranded downtown. And he was a dick to one of the boys, and I won't say who, but that guy pissed in his shoes. And, like, while Jay Phoenix was wrestling, the dude in the locker room peed in his shoes, and then he put his shoes back on. Yeah, everyone pissed all over his shit and stuff. Oh, my God. And And now he's a pedophile. But, yeah, so he stole a bunch of stuff, and then they left. He got left in in downtown Cleveland, and we didn't know what happened to him after that. And then all these years later, we hear he's, like, a pedophile. Oh, he's been in the jail. He got caught masturbating in a (laughs) cubicle toilet where there's children walking about. Basically, except it was in a, uh, a public leisure swimming pool. And then he get ruled. And all this is allegedly. I was going to say get ruled. All allegedly. This is allegedly. Allegedly. This is all. Oh, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> and and it, it, apparently the last time I heard he was walking around um, a football stadium, a soccer stadium, dressed in the soccer team's colours, pretending to be the coach and trying to get fucking kids to try. Allegedly. And, allegedly. Fuck him, man. Am I going to get fucked for saying this? I don't know. No. No, no. Fuck Jay Phoenix. You're over You're in a different nah, country, fuck man. Jay fuck Jay Phoenix. But let's yeah, get back. Let's, let's get, get back, back to your, yeah. and your I breaking. I thought you told me there was no downtown Cleveland. I'm sure you told me that last year. What are you talking no, about? There's, there's a, downtown Cleveland. There's a downtown Cleveland. I'm sure I asked him last we'll go, year how I go and party, and he went and there's no downtown. We'll oh, go, that's when they were renovating it last year. I said it was all tore up because they were rebuilding the right, flats right, right, last time. That's what I meant. Because you know that cunt in the plane has big this place up as if it's like... Vegas. Oh yeah, Grado uh, flew, flew in today with a guy from Cleveland. This forty-five-year-old guy who says Cleveland's the party town of the country. Oh, he was 
putting over something off a man. I was everywhere he told you to go was at least ninety minutes away. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I came off. That he pl- told you to go to Cedar Point, which is an amusement park. He showed me pictures of it as well, the the roller coasters and <laughs> pools, and I wanted they to go. Ch- they have a chicken and pizza, and I just seen uh, melt. I just seen melt. Was yeah, that that, we'll get to yeah, melt. That's that's the that's the that's the that's the home base melt oh, right there. I, Okay, so you and Borash are talking, and it says it might be a conflict. No, you you asked him how he got into wrestling, and he said his his guy was a pedophile. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but my story in wrestling is really boring. I can't, no, but how long had you been in the business when the TNA thing happened? Quite a while. Yeah. So of all weekends, TNA and us both want to book you on the same weekend. So that's that's my like the biggest weekend in my life, basically. Yeah, your Christmas. This is my Christmas, and it's fucked. And you guys have already booked my flights. Yeah. You've already sent me the, the, We spread that $900 over three days. Right. Because we're professionals. There's a deal on, like, Grado Does America where I put it on Facebook and it just blows up and, like, people are like, Yeah, Cabana well was sending done. it out. I go, America, it's your sale. And it's like, you know what I mean? And then Boras tells me that this weekend that TNA need me for the rally TV show. Because it was, like, it was almost like the perfect storm because right around that time is when the ICW documentary came out on Netflix America. Oh, really? So, like, everybody was, like, getting fucking hip to you. And British Boot Camp didn't air in America, but it got picked up with, like, the Smarks, like, with, uh, like, Torrance and hey, YouTube. And let's stuff. not talk about Torrance. I don't know what you're talking about. I've downloaded an AIW torrent before. <laughs> you motherfucker. I hate you. I, I could have had $15 in the tent. Like before when you booked me, I was like, fuck, I need to see these guys. And I bought... And I bought and it's I, a $9.99. Uh, yeah, and uh, Nicky Storm was on the show. I, that, does that really piss you guys off? No. I downloaded the best of Coke on there you. as well, I'll and I told him. I, I download different. No, 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 I don't, I don't download different torrents. Mike Burns, though. Mike Burns is going to be a little hot about this conversation. But anyways, British Boot Camp, you, you, could get, you could get, you could get uh, access to tour or uh, access to British Boot Camp when uh, it, it didn't air here because it was only on what's that? So you were kind of like picking up a lot of steam in America. So we we're like, fuck, this is this is like almost the we perfect had storm you before the tidal wave. Like it was like the perfect storm. Like we booked you months in advance, and then like this Netflix documentary came out, and like it was like the only wrestling documentary you could get access to on Netflix. So like everybody was talking about it, and then people were getting their hands on British Boot Camp. Like leading British Boot Camp was airing like weeks leading up to when you were coming. So we're like, oh fuck, this is gonna be sweet. You know, this is like the perfect storm. And like girls were flying from Alaska. All these people from like all fuck? over the country were traveling. Oh man, those girls from Alaska it. were crazy. They what? got they got in fights. They got in, in a fist fight in the parking lot. Yeah, there's a fight. Fucking hell! Somebody knocked over their igloo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think those racist Alaskan people. And I, they might my favorite band's from Alaska. My favorite band is from Alaska. I've actually got them tattooed, madam. This is a boring. Thirty-six crazy fists. Thirty-six crazy fists from Alaska. Set this place off. <laughs> but but it, but anyway, so these girls from Alaska came. But and anyway, all this stuff. Hold uh, on, two fucking chicks from Alaska wanted to come and see me. They came. Shop. They they still they had already bought their flights and from Alaska. They, they thought that they were coming to see me. Yeah, they were coming. Two to see fucking you. chicks from Alaska. Yeah, they got. A, but the girls from Alaska came and they ended up getting in a fight with other female girls. And How, like, oh my god, were these attractive? These women. Yeah. Nah, they were fucking rotten, weren't they? <laughs> you gotta they were they all right. They were oh, all right. shit. If they know me, then they'll probably listen to this podcast. They were possibly. all right. I'll ask you girls if you're there. Just give me a wee fucking tweet. I need some swearing. It's embarrassing, man. But, like, Just, a lot of people were coming out of town for you. Right. No, I feel fucking terrible, man. Come on. How this many is, people flew to North Carolina for you? Nah, absolutely. <laughs> 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 that, hey, uh, you know, guess what? That was 
two years ago this weekend. I know. It, it, your anniversary, you're and this finally is, and, in and Cleveland. We're, and we're finally doing you versus Cabana, first oh time God. in America. Jesus, I know that's how it is. See, we're long-term storytellers Oh, my here. God. <laughs> yeah. This it, is wa- like, it works out. This is like the final deletion or something, or whatever the fuck you do. So then, so then you don't come, and we have this horrible weekend, and you had this great weekend where you get a TNA deal. I must admit, I did enjoy my weekend. A WrestleDC three in a singles match. What else happened that weekend? What else happened that weekend? I'm trying to think. You had to do like a. Tr- you had to do uh, a bunch of like reality oh, show stuff in a bus, I like right? A sa- I, I, we, I, I mean, I just drank all week in a, in a car of, a car of an But then they drive you around like road rules. We went where? There's American show road rules where they put a bunch of. It's like real world. Wasn't it like a reality show where you guys are all in a car? Dr- I, I was, I, I was the only guy drinking, and then again they would put the cameras on, but. I was just tanning my blue moons. I was in the, the van for the Monday, the following Tuesday, and then ended up going to New York. And you remember Xavier, the former Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion? Of course. He was the bouncer on the door, and he got me a free lap dance. What? <laughs> Xavier? Mm-hmm. Best Ring of Honor he, champion he, of all time. He, yeah, he was the first. But no, he was the second. Third? Second. Second. So Xavier, I, as a doorman in a Manhattan uh, strip club, and he got us in. I was like, I'm gonna. Did you have like? Did you have like a fucking like? Did somebody tip you off to that, or did you just go to a strip club? Oh my god, you're Xavier! No, no, we got tipped off, but I did play it off as like, oh my god, that's Xavier! And so he let us in, (laughs) and uh, I got I got a free dance first of all. Then, um, then uh, when the second dance I go, I I realized my breath was a bit stinky, so I I bought. I asked the 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 dancer who was dancing on me naked, and I says, and I asked her, I says. Do you have any chewing gum? Do you have any gum? Do you, yeah, I have gum. And I paid $20 for a packet of chewing gum. <laughs> $20. And then I went to get another drink for the bar. And I went, can I get a, a vodka and coke? And she went, would that be a bottle? And I went, no. And she went, no, we'll give you a bottle. $120. <laughs> I was with Noam Dar. I said, Noam, we're getting to fuck. So we picked up our stuff when we left. And I've got my chewing gum as well that I paid $20 for. And that was all Xavier. Xavier got us that. Well, fuck, that's a better story than I ever anticipated. Yeah, that, that's probably better than hanging out with the Alaskan girls. <laughs> you got to hang out with Xavier. Right. You got some expensive chewing gum. And a bottle of booze. Mm-hmm. So then... And I, I was my first Five Guys as well that weekend, actually. You like Five Guys? I, I used to work guys. for a company called Five Guys Pro Wrestling. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, they did Urban <laughs> they Wrestling. They ran the Urban... That the was the shell company for the Urban Wrestling Federation. The milkshakes at Five Guys. Oh, See, that's only in New York or in Ohio. Thought. We don't have milkshakes. You don't have, you don't have Five they Guys? milkshakes, dude. What's up? They got milkshakes. Not in Ohio. I'm not going to argue with you about this. <laughs> so anyways, I you know, you and me still stayed in communication. Yep. You like, guys are kind of like fucking like pen pals, but Voxer pals. Oh, I, we yeah. talk, I, I mean, we talk to each other probably nearly at, least, weekly, at least once a week. Probably. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, all of a sudden I see we want to be the first people in North America to book you other than Dixie. So all of a sudden I see you get booked in Toronto, Canada. I go, what the fuck? I, I you Go ahead. No, just because I remember I, I was on the... I remember when you voxed me, I was um, just after I wrestled in Wembley and I danced to Like a Prayer with Broken Matt Hardy. And, uh, <laughs> and it was cool hero. as fuck. And I remember you voxed me going, hey, man, you're in uh, Toronto. We're uh, running the same weekend. Uh, uh, <laughs> and, and I was like, fuck, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I, so and we, then you agreed to the booking and then the guy got real mad because he had bought your flight and we didn't give any money to him. Right, see, I never knew that. Yeah, I never we knew that. I never knew that. Oh, did you me? <laughs> what was that? Grito, Grito's been around a time cue before. We get time cues, man. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what the fuck is that? 
So, uh, so anyway, it's gonna be a long one. I have a feeling. Yeah, yeah. So we got you. We got you that weekend, and that was great because then it worked out because. So I. Right, so you, and your, you and your brother went sightseeing. I, you remember Toronto. that? I, oh, yeah, I know everything, man. Oh man, I'm not kind of good. Your brother didn't come though, right? Your brother. My didn't brother come. stayed in Toronto because he was scared of the border, right? Uh, he done. I well, I was scared of the border because I didn't have a visa. And I remember being in Toronto Airport, and they're quite stiff with question, like, why are you going to the States? So I was like... Didn't you do your dumb foreigner act? Oh, well, kind of. I went, I went um, they went, why are you going to the States? I went, oh, there's a big wrestling match this weekend. Yeah, who's fighting? And I went, Coke Cabana. And he went, <laughs> who the hell is Copo Cabana? <laughs> and I was like, well, he's a big wrestler. And I went, oh, I thought they called him Coco Bananas. I, it was, I fucked that up. Yeah, yeah, It was a better name than that. I know your story better than you, man. Coco you fucking bananas. did it. It was better than that. And I, so then, uh, Biggins always ruins bits. No, man. but I remember even getting into Toronto, the Toronto at the time, and like it was hard to get into Toronto because they're like, "Why are you here?" And I was like, "Well, sightseeing for four days. What are you here for?" And I went, "The titty balls." Thinking that I would pop the guy, and the guy was like, "Hmm." And he made me go into another room, and they started fucking googling me and fucking all this shit. And, Long story, it was horrible. And then you just start dancing and play the Benny Hill song, and they're like, ah, he's from the UK, go ahead. <laughs> On you go. Aye. But he stayed in Toronto, and then I came to Cleveland, and then, was that, what was the That fun? was the time it was the coldest day in history here. Aye, was that, was that Dennis Stamp? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was your debut. Fucking hell, man, that was the best, <laughs> You man. come to America, the first thing you do is meet Dennis Stamp. How was that? That was cool. When he just whipped out his wrestling gear for that night. This is my attire. And it was like a pair of jeans, a pair of white. A Hawaiian shirt. Sports shoes, shoes and a Hawaiian shirt. Well, he came in just to do an appearance. And then we I just. I don't know how we weaseled him into that. We just talked him into it. It and was I, his first match since like 1991 or something. And I was like, man, you need to get better wrestling gear. So I, <laughs> I gave him my leotard. He wore my singlet <laughs> over his jeans. And he was loving it. He was like, oh, man, Really? Can I wear it? Can I wear it? Really? And he felt like a million bucks. He had his, he had his sports shoes, his jeans, and my fucking leotard singlet <laughs> over the top of him. And he loved it, man. He loved it. He loves to talk, too, doesn't he? Oh, I, I remember he was cutting a promo in the ring. <laughs> and it must have been about 30 minutes before the, <laughs> my music hit. <laughs> He's reading poems and shit. Oh, he's reading the, the crowd poems and... You know, the, the crowd were that respectful as well. Do you know what I mean? It was cool. One thing I always wanted to know, speaking to your entrance, how'd you pick uh, Madonna like a prayer? Just because I was fed up listening to fucking Disturbed Down with the Sickness or... <laughs> 36 you know what I mean? or, Crazy or Fist. Saliva. I, I wish. <laughs> Power Man 5000. Saliva. Aye. Power Man 5000. And, and I remember listening to Glee like a prayer and going, fuck, nobody uses music like that. And then I tried it in my buddy's house and then I went, fuck it, I'm using that. I need some swearing so much, man. Do you guys swear as much as us? Swear? I, we, get, we get heat because a lot of people give us bad. Re- they give us bad reviews for saying fuck too much, but fuck them. Fuck, that's bad, man. And we have a tag team called the Jollyville Fuckets, and people are real offended that we have a tag team called the. I've, have I seen them before? No, they're, you'll oh, see them tomorrow. Uh-huh. They've been off for a little bit. They went on uh, fucking vacation. Fucking vacation. And I remember the first show I went to as well. It was a really good four four way four way fucking um, survival, or what was it just a fatal four way? I remember it was. Eddie Kingston was in it. Josh Alexander. Who was it? it was oh, Ethan, Ethan Page. Ethan Page. And another guy. It was a four-way. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Johnny? Probably. No. No. It was a four-way for the title. It was f- it was off really good, man. Yeah, and Veda Scott and Josh Alexander. It was a big heel turn. Uh, what do you think about well? Veda Scott, huh? 
What? What do you think about? Well, me? you told me to follow her on Twitter and say that I had the best of Veda Scott oh, DVD, yeah. and she believed me. She believed me. <laughs> I was trying to get greater to sexually harass all the women in. She was wrestling. like, he was like, follow her and say you've got the best of Veda Scott DVD, and I followed her, and she was like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't a good opening line, huh? That was it. <laughs> Biggins gets bad intel. That was it. That was he it. gets bad intel, dude. Hey, what about the time? What about the? T- <laughs> what about the time uh, I was meant to wrestle Dalton Castle? <laughs> 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 I DM'd him and told him I was going to suck his cock in the parking lot. <laughs> that was for yeah. that was for remix. I've never heard. I've never heard. Of a guy ever refusing to wrestle somebody until fucking you tell the guy you want to suck his dick uh, behind a dumpster, and then the guy goes, "I'm not wrestling him. He's a piece of shit." Nah. For, just to clear up, I have everything's fine with me in Dalton Castle. It's cool. I love him. He's cool. He's a nice guy. But the night I was maybe night, maybe you shouldn't have broke the ice that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was probably the wrong way. I mean, I thought. I mean, the night. So the night before I was supposed to wrestle Dalton Castle, I got fucked up. He followed me. I followed him. What do we? What do we do? That's for AIW, right? We got fucked up that night. It would have been what, that night. What, what, it would have been that night. Yeah, we're, we go to because, it, because we went to a bar and you just kept playing fucking like a prayer. We got making you do your the next night, the night Friday night though. No, Friday night we did it at the Hooli okay. House. Yeah, we went to Hooli House and that was where uh, the show you did stuff with Booker T. Yes. So, and the next night I was I'll go back to the Booker T. But the next night I was meeting wrestle Dalton Castle. So I DMs him. Can't wait to wrestle you tomorrow night. Maybe before the match, I'll suck your cock in the parking lot if you let me. <laughs> And I'm thinking, this guy's going to reply and go, ha like, ha. Great to explain. Well, first off, the car ride is. You thought the boys thing was like a legit thing. You know right? what I mean? <laughs> that, okay, so we went to Remix Pro in Marietta, Ohio, which is three hours south of Cleveland. And this is our I car. I just want to add that it's you, Grado. Well, that's what I'm getting to. And the Laredo kid. Right. It's me, Grado. This fucking Grado. would not stop beeping the whole time. The Laredo, kid, who, the Laredo <laughs> kid whose English is probably better or worse than yours. <laughs> and probably the most insane amount of merch we've ever tried to squeeze into a car. <laughs> oh, that was that was that when I bought the... the... You had 800 t-shirts. <laughs> I think Grado, you, Grado has you accidentally, a whole... You accidentally made a... Too big of an order from Ryan Barkin. <laughs> That's right. Great. Grado has a whole pallet of t-shirts in my car from one hour tees. Poor Laredo kid. I've never seen a guy smash so hard in the seat. Right. It's merch, 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 and real tiny in the corner, Laredo. Uh, with which, two which phones. What do you think of Laredo kid, man? I like him, but he should turn off his fucking notifications. Two phones at once. Two phones at once. Constantly, man. Why does he need those notifications? What about at three in the morning when we're driving home and all of a sudden we keep seeing these flashes go, what the fuck is that? It's Laredo. taking selfies and shit. And the guy, he's taking selfies He did have a milk crate of DVDs on his lap. Did he have his mask on, though? Yeah, of course. Oh, you did, I, you yeah, did, yeah. He just he was, sheets. Sheets was real weird about it because right. <laughs> he walked in with his yeah. mask on. He never takes it off. Ah, uh, you put oval sheets to me as well. I wasn't a great lover. You don't put like anything. I put no, on. no, no, no. Come on, melt. I put it over. I didn't like fucking lube and lube your ass bottle. Whatever you fucking call <laughs> like it. Stinking lube. You uh, ask. You go. Where can I get unlimited chicken wings and macaronis and cheese? I go. There's a lunch. Mac- uh, I hate when you say macaronis and cheese. Macaroni. Ma- a macaroni and cheese. Macaronis macaroni. and cheese. Right. Mac- I didn't cheese. like that. Quick and lube and shit. And I, uh, the, the, what's the other one called? The fucking uh, the gas station? The gas station. The sheets. Uh, I don't like that. <laughs> how, do, how do you not like sheets, man? No. Nah. Are you a Wawa guy? 
I don't know. What's a Wawa guy? Wawa. It's a competition. They're two gas stations. You're no, right. I'm a 7-Eleven guy. Oh, 7-Eleven. It's a sandwich from 7-Eleven. Straight don't get that up. Don't Turkey ham, man. Come on. Ugh. What the fuck? This anyway, is so Dalton Castle Kayfabe is my fucking DM. Didn't he ask you, gonna... aren't you, are you even a wrestler? <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean. Me and Dalton, uh, nah, you're fine with Dalton. We got it. I'm fine. We got it. But you know, I mean, he kayfabe that DM, original DM. The one about you sucking his cock. Aye, I thought that would be a good icebreaker. I want to <laughs> suck your cock. <laughs> no, really. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, straight up, thought it would be cool. But he took it the wrong hey, way. Hey, what's up? I'm working tomorrow. How's your dick? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh well. Didn't go too well. But honestly, we ended up having a good time. I mean, honestly, I really had a good time dancing with Dalton. Fucking, I really think he's fucking cool as hell. I'd love to, I'd love to tag with him or something like that in the IW or something like that. Cool as fuck, yeah, so it would be. It's a little, really little pricey these days with Ring of Honor. Is it really? Yeah, he we're, said we're booking, we're booking him way back in the day. Oh. Before I, I don't even know if he was he's trained. Fucking good, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he, but come on, he's good. He's good at cutting. He's fucking. He's gonna so good. Biggins don't like the partiers, and he likes the party. Right. I put him on the list when he took a shit in a Family Dollar parking lot one time. That was enough for me. No, I mean, you can't kind of shit out. <laughs> can't be pooping in public, man. That's gross. <laughs> Exposing too much here. So, one of the best moments of my life ever, uh, the, the, the IW boys tell me that I've got a fucking segment with Booker T. That's fucking amazing. But Booker T sees me. Dude. Booker T had no fucking idea no, what he was getting into. He did not. He looked at you like you were just. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Who, he thought you were some guy that just lived up the road or something. Right. He, he probably not. thought you were like a guy that like sponsored him to be on the show. Yeah, he paid, he paid for to like, do a spin a rooney. He did not know who I was. Like you said, he probably thought it was something up the road. He, and and when I went up, remember to we were him, trying to talk to him, and he was just like, he was no I, yeah, not interested. He, he was had just no like, fucking. We'll, we'll he, see what happens when we get out there. He's like, yeah, man, just you know, we'll see how it goes. All right. He had no idea what he was getting All into right. with the entrance. So I fucking interrupt him. I can't remember how it goes. Like he was doing a spinneroonie contest with fans, and then you, and then he said he's leaving because he's not doing one. And then you interrupted him, mm-hmm. and I think at that moment he was like what the fuck did i just get myself into because you're doing your entrance and you can't get in the ring and i think he was a little bit pissed at first when you're like booker help me over the ropes help me over the ropes oh, i remember that and like he was just looking at you like what the fuck like i think he thought it was like uh, fuck it. real like uh, yeah, i think yeah. he thought it was like like who the fuck is this guy uh, and then I think after a few minutes, he fucking realized what was going on, but he definitely was not interested at the very beginning no. at all. And, I, and like, there was there was no way in his mind that he went out there thinking that he was going to get physical with me. No. Like, no 100%. So we did whatever we did. No, he was just doing his cookie-cutter uh, shit. He, he was just doing his spinner and a gimmick. I try and copy him, blah, blah, blah. But the best moment in my whole fucking entire career... Is when I try to spin a Rooney, he does a spin a Rooney, he shakes my hand, he pulls me in, he whispers in my ear, and he calls, You're getting bookend. <laughs> and he fucking bookends me in that ring, and it was the best feeling. And it, you're did, getting the bookend. You're you getting the bookend. At that moment, did you feel like a professional wrestler? That That is one of the only times I've ever felt like a fucking 
professional wrestling when I was stunning. Looking, looking to the ceiling, and I just heard the crowd were just going nuts, and I was like, "Fucking hell!" He just called the bookend <laughs> to me, and I took the bookend. And the fly. Oh, it was brilliant! Excellent, excellent. But he told me backstage, he was like, "You really brought out me, bro. You really get me going. You really got me going, bro." Yeah, like, like and like I've heard, you know, I've heard stories where he's like, could be hard to deal hard. with, uh, and like. I think, like, after that, he was just fucking so cool for the rest of the night. Uh, he was just he signed about fucking 800 8x10s we had left <laughs> I, over. I, Soon I, to be available on shop.aiwrestling.com. Uh, uh, what is that? The, the, the 8x10s of the show? Uh, 8x10s. Oh, the show's yeah. already been out. Right. So, back to the show where um, you wrestled Dennis Stamp. Do you remember sleeping and we had to wake you up on the bleachers because you were so fucking tired? I was so... I think fucked. he was so a little drunk, too. Because <laughs> that's what... You know what? I love company. He's like, whoa, free beers for the workers? Fucking hell, that's so cool. That's so cool. He's getting a fucking free beer. Yeah, a free I love, beer. I love seeing your, like, seeing America through your eyes because, like, when we drive around, you'll be like... Oh my god! I can't believe they got this and that. Right. Your number one thing was, oh my god, the workers get free beer. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, honestly, I love just pulling- Park Dallas doesn't buy you a fucking six pack. <laughs> I just love pulling the straps down, getting my tits out, and fucking cracking open a cold one. I fucking, I just love. Do you feel on like it. a pro wrestler then? Oh, too? it's the best. Talk to BJ Whitmer about shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cool, man. Just, just drinking beers with your straps on, Talk, your boots unlaced, uh, just talking yeah. shop backstage. Just talking shop. So that, like right the on. students, the students are cleaning up and like we're finishing up uh, at the venue, and Thorne's like, "Where's Grado? We gotta, we gotta get him. We're gonna go to the bar. We gotta wake you up. We're shaking you on the bleachers. Wake up, man. Wake up." Uh, I mean, I, I remember there was a video we ate on the internet. I remember seeing that and I was fucking snoring and everything. I think we went to the bar with Dennis Stamp. Did we go drinking oh, with Dennis Stamp? Yes, yeah, we went to the that, bar. That was when I, and the BBC, I done, a, I done, yeah. a, I done an interview we with go, the BBC. From a, from a Denny's landline. Denny's landline. We go to Denny's. And I was on Five Live, which is the biggest radio fucking show in UK. At, at Brook Park Denny's on the on the uh, phone at the front desk. He's, uh, hey, Denny's, I need uh, the BBC to call in your landline. What's the number? No, the best is the BBC calls and they come to your table and we're like, sir, you have a phone call from the, B- the BBC. From the BBC. <laughs> That's right, because because the weekend that I came over to AIW was that week that yeah, I did we, that hashtag lucky to say catch, yes, Madonna. We caught the tidal wave of all the stuff the first time that right? you didn't come. Right. The time you do come, we caught the tidal wave of the say, yes, say Madonna. yes, Madonna. Right. Yeah. So I was on the phone talking to uh, BBC, talking about how I'm here in Cleveland and blah, 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 and Madonna's a bitch, you know, that's bullshit. Fuck. And then Dennis Stamp and then Dennis Stamp. And then you try I to felt get cheeky. You try you try to get it you try to recite Beyond the Mat to him and he has no fucking idea what he said in Beyond the Mat. Aye. It's not a fucking clue. And he gets so mad at you in that video on YouTube. Aye. I felt a wee bit bad watching that back because I am just like taking the piss and fucking poking fun out of it. But it's cool, man. I don't know. I want to give a shout out to Dennis Stamp. He's the coolest dude ever. Dennis Stamp is a cool dude. He'd rather be in the main event and breathe. And he is. Do you know? Fucking, do you know? Do you know all his lines? I know quite a few his lines. I paid one hundred and six. Was it? One hundred sixty bucks for. I, I paid one hundred and sixty bucks to change my flight. And how much am I getting paid tonight? And Terry goes fifty. <laughs> I was going to pay you fifty. I was going to pay you fifty. Double wage. He goes. He goes double wage. He goes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting double. <laughs> There's so many. Terry, I don't want to be the old dog in the locker room. <laughs> hey, old spot <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> hey, spot. Oh, uh, what else is there? 
I just think it's cool that Dennis Stamp, and, De- Dennis Stamp and Terry Funk have been in AIW because I don't think there's three guys that love Beyond the Mat more than us. Maybe May Cabana, but that's about it. May, I saw I, it in the theater right after I, watched, I did. School. I saw it in the theater, too. I watched that again with Shah Samuels three weeks ago, and I just, you just, it's one of the, it's layered. There's so many things that you pick up that you never, like, every time you watch it, you pick up something Something new. new. Yeah. You know? Like, like, like work on your upper body, and then you'll be in the hunt. <laughs> Sell the back. Sell the back so much that they don't think that you're going to be able to compete tonight. Bench with Sweetie Sable. You know what I'm about? Snake made that girl's night, man. What was the... <laughs> what was the... What was the <laughs> Mike Modest has been ready for a year. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what about when Roland starts crying, man? I, I, I love that. That's like... I, I feel bad for like this new generation of like wrestlers and like wrestling fans that probably just don't even ever think to seek that out and watch it. It's like, it's like, the most. I think it's the most iconic piece of wrestling media that right. exists. Like Thorne and I make Beyond the Mad jokes all the time. Like all our students are like, "What's that?" Like nobody gets it when I'm going when they come to training and they're like, "How could I become a wrestler?" And I go, "You got to read the soup can label, brother." <laughs> or when I say when I say you guys got to get in the gym and work on that upper body, you got to get in the game. Ooh, I ain't seen that before. But you know, it, you, I noticed like fucking uh, Modest and, and the guy that he's Tony Jones, right? Tony Jones. He just added Cabana on Facebook recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Actually, I we're gonna so, be booking him next. Fucking hell! So, the, he, so so they did a high spot in that match, right? Like a fucking move, and fucking Cornette. Cornette fucking pops his load for a high spot. I ain't seen that before. He's a fucking, that's a work. That's a work. You know that shit like he hates? That's because he knew the the, I know that. He fucking loves all that shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's all all stick, I think. think Come on. stick, yeah. Like, he knows that's going to get it. I think Vince Russo's doing the same thing. He just knows how to buy it. He hates horns. He hates fucking. Bro. You ever work with Vince Russo, man? Oh, I. But Vince me, Russo, me, me and Russo tight. Did it really? No, wait, me wait. and Russo are no, fucking but tight. But did Vince Russo turn on you in a match once? Yep. <laughs> Never trust a New Yorker, Grado. <laughs> Never trust a New Yorker. No, I mean fucking did he Russo eat with a few. Mean I, I wrestled Russo. You no, wrestled? Him? I, 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 <laughs> what? I didn't know this. He didn't know this. This is a true. He thing. took the what? He took the worst. I did like I did the RKO, but I call it the R Grado. <laughs> and uh, he took the worst fucking R Grado. Worst in London, McMahon taking a stunner. <laughs> the worst, right? But so I wrestled him, wrestled him in a match, and he wears these fucking. He, he wore the same clothes that he wore when he won the WCW title when he fucking wrestled <laughs> oh, like me. Like a Yankees jersey, right? He won the Yankees Mets jersey, jersey or something, right? So he went, so I wrestled him and fucking I beat him, and I know that it's a fucking cut and sell it, right? Grado versus Ventura, so right? All the boys are in the back, so I pin him after I fucking hit the finish. When I hit him, I fucking go and start stabbing his balls with my, with my finger, right? <laughs> And he's screaming like a fucking ghetto. My boss, my boss, my boss. So we get back and he goes, Grado, uh, you know, I got a problem down there with my boss. You know, bro, I, I, bro, I, I should have told you, but I got a little problem out there. You know, the only people that's ever done that before is yourself and Scott Steiner. <laughs> what? what the uh, fuck? No, mate, fucking me and Russell go on, man. Fucking me and Russell message each other and again. He's fucking. Uh, he, he, he watched me and uh, Din, me and Dinsmore do a bum, bum bag and a pole match. Bum bag and a pole match. And we came back and he went, Bro, I got tears in my eyes, bro. That was so good. I got tears in my eyes. 
He fucking loved it. I never knew that you invested so, so, so tight. Shout out to uh, Eugene. Shout out to, uh, no, shout out to Eugene, Eugene and uh, Mrs. Uh, South Dakota. Yep, Mrs. Dinsmore. Mrs. South Dakota. <laughs> oh, maybe North. Whatever, some uh, Dakota. One of the Dakotas. Uh, yep. Fuck, man. That was, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know that you and Vince Russo were... Mate, were so I've got fucking a few pals, man. He was asking me today who I've got my phone. I love... Oh, who's, yeah, who's, guys, like, who's like your weirdest friend? I would say Double J, probably. Jeff Jarrett, because I always, I always text him all the time. You once told him you, in my car that you made $25,000 <laughs> at the gimmick table. <laughs> and he believed you. He believed you. What the fuck did you sell? A car? <laughs> some, did you sell some gold? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh double J's the man. Great old silver. I try to think. It's a fucking Russo's a fuck. That Russ, Russo probably takes a biscuit. Russo. About, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. What about you. Raven? Oh. You and Raven buddies? Me and Raven are buddies as well. He likes to practice his stand up comedy in front of <laughs> Why did Why did Raven cross the road? Why? To get to the other side. <laughs> That's a Raven joke. <laughs> nah, Raven's good as well. Though. Does Raven ever ha- try to help you with your gimmick? Like uh, wrestlers, <laughs> does he wrestler rescue he you? Said, why call? Hey, Grado. I kind of, I kind of did Raven impression. Was like, does he put baby why, why powder why in your gloves? Surely you should be called Grade A, Grade A, Grade O, Grade A. <laughs> That's what he said to me. He wrestler rescued you, dude. Right, did he tell you to wear like gloves and wear like a cape and be a vampire? Nah, but that that's. You can tell that if you know. What if fuck, your I'm name? Steaming, what man? if your name was Doctor Agula? So it's like Doctor Agula, like Dragula. No, in fact, Raven sent me a text. Though, oh, read bit. one of his jokes. Read that. Read that chocolate one. <laughs> what the fuck? So Raven thinks he's a stand-up comedian. And he plays his material off a of grado. No, 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 no. He gets a good, so all these jokes. So I'll tell. He goes, tell is it one? grade O? Or is it grad O? Or is it great O? Or is it great O? No way, I know it's. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> you always say that in this podcast. No, you can't say that. Yeah. Well, can we tell the one joke he said? Uh, he says life is like a box of chocolates until Tommy Dreamer eats them all. <laughs> That's one of his. That's his best joke he said. Yeah. No, I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Well, well, let's talk about another celebrity you met, a celebrity in Cleveland at least. Uh, for 10 years, we try to get Matt Fish a melt to come to AIW. Never comes, never responds. Uh, Grado comes to town. You're the biggest celebrity of Europe. Uh, so Matt Fish shows up with about $200 worth of food. Mate, melt is fucking a bomb. What? Oh, fuck, I'm stuck. Melt is the bomb dot... <sighs> Bomb.com? Bomb.com. A party in my mouth and everybody's invited. Everybody put over melt for years and I really wanted to try it and eventually they came to the show and I tried the it. The owner came. The, the owner. owner came. He gave me two t-shirts which I wear all the time and I'm fucking devastated that I forgot to pack yeah, them. Yeah, Grado comes to America, forgets the t-shirts that Melt gave him because he says he wears them so much they weren't. I did, I did. I wear the one. One of them's brown and orange like the fucking yeah, Cleveland, Cleveland Browns. Browns. So what do you think? The melt man. You had the sandwich. You had the, the melt man is cool as a co- cock. Cool, cool as, as a, a cock. <laughs> Dalton Castle style. He's cool as a cat's cock. I love him, man. Well, really. I guess uh, <laughs> on, that note, <laughs> on that note, cool cock sandwiches. We're going to wrap this episode up. Uh, no, I really. Hold on. No, shut Do you ever feel like a rat in a cage? No, I'm not <laughs> What's away. What's up with that guy's yeah, hand, I say, I'll just give, Here, tell me to sing a theme song. No, 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 do it. Let me do, um, can I do um, Billy Guns 2001 theme song? Look at all I've got! What? You don't remember that, Billy Guns? Oh, sorry. 
Is that the one? <laughs> Look at all. I, that's the one, yeah. Look at all I've got. Is Billy, is Billy session. Gun? My session. <laughs> Did you tell me to know? <laughs> Look at all I've got. Look at all I've got. We booked, we booked Billy Gunn and he. I Ten men off him, so let me sing it off I think he hated it. I think uh, he hated it. Come experience. on, let me get one, man. Mr. Ass. No, I'd keep an odd wrestler. Come on. Nathan Jones. What about DX? No, come on. Something X about, Factor. Yo, uh, you deep with the X Factor. Look at I get the guy in the woman, and I'll never get that back. Well, I know you hate that factor, cause you ain't gonna, gonna be like that. Can I tell you a funny story about that? What you looking at? Real quick. <laughs> so, when I was 16. I went to the wrestling, like the hotel where all the WWE guys were at, right, right after the invasion, you know? Right. And Justin, Justin Incredible no, is, no, is no. in the hotel gym, <laughs> pumping a little iron before the show. And uh, he has a cassette tape of P. Diddy, Bad Boys for Life, just one, just the single. And he just keeps on repeat. And he's, and he's, just, he's just got a plane in the little boombox in the, in the hotel gym. And I'm just in there, and I'm talking to him about ECW, man, and the impact players. And he keeps doing workouts and fucking flipping the tape over so the song plays again. And uh, I go, yo, man, what's going on with the X Factor? He goes, let me tell you a story about that, man. He goes, my agent, is this, he also represents Uncle Cracker. So he goes, my agent got Uncle Cracker to do that little theme song for us. You think Justin Credible still has an agent? <laughs> no. Maybe Eric Sims? No, not at all, dude. <laughs> Well, you know what's funny about that? I'm sure that, um, you know that song? And uh, then Lance Storm came and picked him up, and I was, like, marked out so hard because the Impact players were there. All of the Did Impact they do players. Did the I done the Impact players pose, pose with Eddie Edwards in Orlando a couple of weeks ago. It's fucking cool. I know it doesn't sound cool on tape, but I'll show you the pictures. It's I don't know if that Justin Incredible oh. story sounded cool on tape either, but oh, fuck, it's man. Funny. It's good. Fuck. No, when no, I was no, like, hey, how about you play us out with the Voodoo Kid Mafia? <laughs> Oh, was that? Didn't you guys listen to the Voodoo Kid Mafia with the Laredo kid in the car? No, 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 no. When Laredo kid's phone's going off at two in the morning. Remember Bubba Ray Dudley as well said something? Yeah, yeah. Me and Grado watched. He had a tablet. We put it up on the windshield. This is so dangerous. You put up on the windshield, and we watched the YouTube documentary, The History of the Voodoo Kid Mafia, coming home from. <laughs> it's like a half hour. Uh, what did Laredo Kid think of the Voodoo Kid? Uh, he just, he's... Is it true when you get signed to TNA, you get to go to the merch warehouse and get Robbie E. glasses and uh, <laughs> Victoria wall hangings? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I never get anything like that. Although I go, uh, what did I get? Shout you know, out to, you know shout that... out to the, shout out to the fucking uh, words. Not words, the fucking the merch man, dude, Lacazio. Oh, ninety-eight oh, you... pound loudmouth. The ninety-eight pound loudmouth. Anthony the... Lacazio, that's the man. The merch guy. The that's our guy. I know the guy. His name's uh, Tony. Tony, how do you? That's know our Tony? guy. That's dude. our guy. He's the ninety-eight pound loudmouth. He's the best manager in the independence. Uh, he's really? from Cleveland. Yeah, I love Tony. He's from Cleveland. He always goes. Uh, he listens to every episode. What's his phrase. He always goes. Sup, daddy. Sup, daddy. Yeah. Right. You know he currently has two. Shop. You guys know him. Oh yeah. yeah. So he's, he's over in the Indies. Oh he, yeah. I spent my thirtieth birthday with him. Really? Do you know? Yeah. He, do you know he currently yeah. has in stock over two hundred and forty-four Dixie Carter action figures? <laughs> Sup, Daddy. Sup, Daddy. You know the you know the ninety eight pound loudmouth. That's Tony. his manager name. The ninety eight pound loudmouth. Apparently, he manages like Mahabalishita. No, he manages Sean Schultz in Nashville. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, might, he might come tomorrow. He keeps threatening he's coming. 
Fuck off. Tony coming tomorrow? Yeah, he might. He tried to come to the last one. bring me some TNA shows. <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of them, I heard. <laughs> On that note, we're going to wrap, wrap it up. up. Wrap it up here. Or we could get Grado fired so he can start using William when Regal's email for something good. Uh, I love America. I love America. When are you moving here? Mate, I, I don't know, man. Whenever I don't know where I'd go. My girlfriend's got a good job back home. I've got a good job being on another shit. I do call. Sorry if I'm sitting in my words. Oh, I just, I've, been, I've been drunk. The healthcare is so much better in America. Oh, is it fuck? No, it's horrible. No, I don't. I don't. I'm sorry in my words now. I'm starting to be a bit. Well, that's because we've been drinking before uh, we started podcasting. Well, it's always fun to have you. We're going to have you again soon. I could go to Jack Dines and Diet Coke. I really could. There's a bar across the street. All right, let's go. <laughs> okay. That's going to wrap it up here for this episode. The card is going to change. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. We are everywhere. Your podcast. Was that even platforms. interesting? Yeah, that's good. Voodookin Mafia on the way out. Yeah. And, we'll and you know what I say at the end? We'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks. Thanks. No, there's two of them.